Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hello, 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 everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever the heck in the world you are. It is the notorious VIG, V to the G, Gorilla, and uh, we have with us the Thriller, the one and only producer extraordinaire, the one and only El Cugo himself, and joining us is the scientist at large, our scientist at large, the one and only Jet Blake. He is the gentleman who's breaking down the very outer limits of reality itself, folks. So buckle up. It's going to be an exciting, exciting episode. Uh, Jet, welcome back. Glad you're here. And um, I know you've had a busy four days. I know you didn't get a chance to sit down, relax, have some turkey. But you're here, man. You're here, and we're ready to take off into the absolute outer limits of reality itself. Yep, you're you're right. I'm kind of the I'm the mad scientist of rogue news, or you can call me uh, Beaker. Remember Beaker on the Muppets? Ah, yes. Where, yes. Uh, right. There, everything blew up on Beaker, or, or he uh, got stuck in the machines, and every that that kind of reminds me of uh, me in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yep. A bit busy all four days working in the lab, so I sure did not to get. I was not able to take time off, unfortunately. Uh, a lot of uh, interesting moving parts. I'm kind of turning into, uh, besides the my standard research uh, lab work, research scientist slash investigative reporter, because there <laughs> there's so many uh, legitimate rabbit holes that you can do kind of some forensic research as far as trying to connect the dots as to what's going on globally, who the players are, and what the plan is as far as steering society, or what the future looks like for you and I based on, you know, these large central bankers and these think tanks uh, that exist. And usually uh, the central bankers and the think tanks their vision of where we should head as a society and what they have planned is quite different than you and I, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think they've, uh, in their mind, with the data that they have, and it's probably a combination of they, they fund scientists and they fund research, and the scientists who get these grants and do the research, they probably don't want to present a report that's displeasing to the ones that are funding the research. So it's a vicious circle of uh, yes men. (coughs) Mm -hmm. No one really states the truth because they want the the flow of the paycheck. Because there's great pressure to keep the lab open, to keep salaries paid and pensions and health insurance. And you've got kids to raise and and you don't want to rock the boat, especially whoever controls the money flow. So the these think tanks and and these uh these elite elite type clubs where you and I aren't invited, I think they've made a, a, a decision obviously to reduce the human population. They're thinking that the population is so large now it's risking damaging the earth permanently. 
yeah or consuming the resources and then i think they've also one of the reasons they pulled the trigger is they're pretty confident with nanotechnology and robotics and ai slash or supercomputers that they can run the world with way 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 less people you know they mm -hmm. can have robots perform works they they can have ai do a lot of thinking uh, projecting uh, nanotechnology is at a point now where it's self-replicating that's self-repairing so you really don't need that human infrastructure anymore and they can really reduce it and have a lean population in their mind that's much more easier to manage and then less strain on earth's resources so i think they've all collectively decided that's where it's headed they've they financed that but in that decision, that means you, I, CJ, the listening audience, in their minds, we got to go. We're, we're not neat, we're not needed, and we're we're a stress to the planet. And and there isn't any protocol where you can protest or plea your case. There's there's no mechanism to do that. So with just a sweeping of a hand, we we've got to go. That means our Brothers and sisters, our parents, our children, our wives, husbands, collectively, we got to go, and they don't care. But um, one of their visions, and they've already financed it. They've they've started the project. I I mentioned either last show or the show before that they plan, and this is easily accessible. Maybe you've already maybe you've already read this but it's on the sites the the un for example by 2050 they plan on having 50 super cities these smart cities and, and one that's that's hit the news recently it's really bizarre just in its shape and design i i think you or cj posted that before is is the line that city in uh, saudi arabia i gave cj a link yeah one of the four, well, they already broke ground, so they're they're under construct. Yeah, there it is. I, in a way, it's very futuristic. It's it is neat looking. It's it's narrow, tall, but real long. But um, that's a done deal because construction has already started. In fact, on their website, you can see there's some YouTube videos as well that they're undergoing on that project. But that's one of the 50 cities they're talking about, and they'll be strategically located northern southern hemisphere but the plan on those cities is you'll be you'll be born raised and die there these mega cities but you'll never leave <laughs> so that's i don't know is it, it to me it's like a it's like a vance community prison but it's not like the the life that we're used to or, or that we um grew up where you have the freedom to hop in your car and go to see the Grand Canyon or go to visit family members or go camping skiing or hiking or bicycling any outdoor activity that would not be the plan they might have courtyards where you would have you know limited access with sunlight outdoor but it's it's highly guarded and secured you wouldn't be able to go outside hmm. these cities right <clears throat> um well, what, what they're going to do is a couple things that they're going to incorporate that they're fully financing, and then the laws have already been adjusted. These, uh, if you want to loosely term the word laws, the legal structure of various countries, um, they have Internet of Eyes, geofencing, and zero trust. Hmm. So I'll explain briefly what those three phases are because they're in conjunction with the smart cities. And they're also in conjunction, you talk about this a great deal and the other hosts, the, the Rogue News family, you've got experts on this about the central bank digital currency, the social ID, social score, the vaccine passport, the, these are all related to the internet of eyes, geofencing and zero trust. So zero trust is where you must prove compliance to access anything. In other words, uh, the, 
the setting, the factory setting, so to speak, will be default deny. And then you must prove through facial recognition, retina scanning, a fingerprint, a, a digital ID. And then once you've been verified by these AI or slash supercomputers, then you'll be able to make a phone call, send a text message, open a door to a building, um, open a door to a grocery store that might have frozen goods or, or meats um, in order to get gasoline, to use a debit card, travel, you know, purchase an airline ticket, anything of that nature. It'll be based on uh, zero trust. The default setting is deny until you prove who you are. And then you know, you'll have uh, access, except for the way they've, they're doing labeling and a social score and carbon footprint. They're already starting to have this. I don't know if you've seen this before. I've seen it twice, but I, I stay in the Midwest. I don't travel much anymore um, for a reason. But you might get a receipt if you get an airline ticket or if you purchase something on the Internet. And on there, it'll have a, a carbon footprint score or point system that's starting to show up on receipts oh god you got to be kidding me really yeah jeez so, so what what they'll do i mean just kind of fast forward this, this isn't meant to be fear porn but i mean this is it's how, <clears throat> how this would work Let, let's say uh, in a given month there's a point system and if you've had according to these un type uh global uh technocracy outfits if you've had too much meat Let, let's say uh, chicken ground beef pork if you've had too much meat based on your purchases because they're tracking everything you purchase uh, there'll be a carbon footprint associated to uh how many pounds of chicken pork or beef that you bought in a month so if you but i i could eat as much grasshopper and crickets as as i to my heart's content i assume yeah because that'll no worms Right. So kind of what will happen is, let's say you're at a grocery store, you either won't be able to open up the door uh, that contains the ground beef, uh, steaks, chicken or pork, or um, if it's a package, you won't be able to check out at purchase because the, the smart meters and, and the uh, check a computer system, the kind of, eh, 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 you know, you've you reached your your meat carbon footprint for the month, unable to purchase, unable to purchase until next month when it reset the zero and then you're, but though they might put on there, you're limited to four pounds a month. And once you reach the four pounds of any kind of meat, you'll it's never neo feudalism, man. This yeah. is unbelievable. This is a uh, techno neo feudalism. This is exactly what the Lords have done to the serfs. They were rationed exactly how much mill they can have, how much, millet they can consume how much oat they can consume and if they're lucky and if they're good little serfs they might be throwing a few ounces of meat this is incredible yeah and that's so it, it gets really uh it's, it's pretty serious and this this is not what if this is actually happening because i'm talking to engineers and uh, uh cfso's chief science officers mm -hmm. That, that I collaborate with and talk to and on Zoom calls and different conferences, they're already, the, the software and the labeling, the barcode and the, the smart stickers or smart labeling, it's already being manufactured right now. So this is going to be uh, in application in 2023, uh, end of the summer of 2023, and then fully going almost 100%, but at least 90%. Uh, full bore 2024 yeah so we're, we're only talking uh, you know 12 to 16 months it's full bore so what happens is it also get to a point where <laughs> i don't mean to laugh but if if uh there'll be there'll be calculations on sugar and then yeah. they'll know your body weight uh and they'll also know uh how much you've been exercising so if you've had too much sugar that month you won't be able to purchase uh, a soda beverage or an ice cream bar. 
uh, or you because that'll this is a, this is a control freak's wet dream, man. Oh yeah. So if if you have if you've had too much sugar for your monthly allowance, then also you won't be able to purchase the yogurt or the snack item, you know, a, a snack cake, Twinkies, or something of that nature, <laughs> because uh, they with a global health system and it's a nanny state, you know, you've had too much sugar. You haven't had exercised enough because it'll monitor your, how much aerobics uh, yoga that you're doing or treadmill exercise. And then you'll be not denied until the following month when it resets. So they can micromanage everything from coffee, uh, soda beverages to uh, desserts. It's, it's horrifying where it's, where it's happening. So that's part of the zero trust linked with uh, purchasing and the digital currencies, then there's geofencing. Sure. And then I'll mention the Internet of Eyes, and that kind of rolls into the show. Geofencing is just kind of like the name mentions geofence. <laughs> it'll limit your access to uh, travel. You'll It'll be based on your social score and your carbon footprint. Now, if you're rich and famous, which I'm not, you can buy carbon credit. So you'll be able to, this is just hypothetical. I don't know what the scale is going to be, but let's say, let's say there's 10,000 units. You're allowed 10,000 units per month. Well, if you're rich or famous, you could buy carbon credits where you could do uh, 500,000 a month. You're, 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 you're allocated each man, woman, and child 10,000, but you can buy indulgences. So you can buy carbon credits for your private jet and everything. And, and life goes on as normal. But if you can't, finance those carbon credits, which won't be cheap, then based on your social score and your carbon signature, they're going to tie this. That's why they're going towards electric vehicles. And like California wants to outlaw gas and diesel vehicles by 2030. These gas vehicles, uh, electric vehicles or autonomous vehicles, which is heavily uh, financed, you simply won't be able to go outside your district. So you'll be limited to uh, 15 to 18 miles from your home, and you won't be able to go beyond that. So you won't be able to pack up your car for a family trip and see Yellowstone or uh, the Grand Canyon, or maybe you, you like staying locally in your state, but you're, you're used to once a year going on a camping trip and canoeing. No, it's beyond 18 miles, and then they'll have natural zones where you're barred. You won't be able to go camping or national parks uh, because of the potential pollution. So you'll geofencing, uh, it'll shut off. Either the vehicle will shut off and will not be able to go beyond 18 miles, or your currency will shut off, and your currency will only be uh, working within 18 miles. So if you found another alternative way to go 30 miles 100 miles from home, your currency won't work, whatever your debit card that you have. So how would you purchase anything if you did go past that 18 miles? They have this uh, split up in district zones. Kind of sounds like th that one movie. What's that movie called? Hunger Games? Where they oh, have yeah. districts. And then, um, so th this isn't what if. This is, this is already in the works. So they're already getting the technology, the labeling, and the sensors are already being in place. They're being manufactured now, and they will be installed at convenience stores, grocery stores. And uh, I'll get into traffic zones and city. I'll start to get in that when I talk about the Internet of Eyes. The Internet of Eyes uh, is an interesting industry. It's growing in leaps and bounds. Uh, so the, the, there's no unemployment or layoffs in this. It's growing 50% annually, and it's expected to hit $25 billion annual next next year, in about next 10 months, $25 billion. Well, it's Internet of Eyes. It's eyes for bots. So they're going to have actual uh, bots that kind of like patrol the street, like R2-D2 looking type thing or the Daleks, uh, if you're a Doctor Who fan in England. Um, drones will have these uh, Internet of Eyes. Uh, and a lot of these drones will be tiny, too. They'll be like the size of a 50-cent piece. So they'll have squadrons of drones where they'll be flying 25, 50 at a time in formation, kind of buzzing around, sounding like bumblebees. Uh, autonomous 
vehicles, uh, construction equipment. Uh, a lot of the construction will be through these bots with uh, construction eyes. And there'll be very few carpenters and pipe fitters and welders needed. Uh, hospital surgeries, uh, the dental industry, manufacturing, warehousing will all be connected to the Internet of Eyes. Part of the Internet of Eyes is something where they have incorporated in these smart cities and they're going to install them in rural areas. So in, in townships as small as uh, 5,000. So even if you're in a small town, they figured out a way to get you hooked into this system. It's called smart poles. Smart poles are interesting. CJ, I think I gave a picture of a smart pole. If you're there, yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, so the the smart poles have multiple features. Let me let me read off doing some research and talking to some of these engineers um, last few days. The smart poles have. This isn't all. I'm just going to list some for the sake of time. Traffic analytics, surveillance, air quality sensors, waste monitoring, drone charging. Remember I said you'll have these, these squadrons of drones about the size of a 50-cent piece. They'll be able to land on top of these poles, charge up, and then take off again. Face recognition, microphone listening to more than a quarter of a mile. So you could be uh, on a park bench. Yeah, don't show that one yet. You can be on the park bench and uh, a quarter of a mile away, and the smart poles will be able to pick up your conversation. AI sensors, a variety of artificial intelligence sensors. Now, here's where it starts to get creepy. Pre-crime capability. Well, here's... here's Here's how this is going to work. These, these smart poles will have the ability, uh, even at a, a distance, facial recognition or your gatewalk. There could be a satellite feed, for example, where say your face is completely covered. Maybe it's wintertime and you have like a ski mask on. Uh, or for whatever reason, you've got sunglasses and your face is covered. And you think, well, I'll, I'll trick any face recognition, won't be able to see me. No, because a satellite uh, is able to look at your gatewalk from a, a helicopter view, looking down at your shoulder and how your legs and arms move. Each individual, seven plus billion people, everyone has a different gatewalk. It's specific enough, it could be identified. So a satellite network, uh, even if you have your face covered up, can communicate with these smart poles. Well, let's say there's three of you and, and you're together, either in a vehicle or, or walking. The smart pole will get up to the minute intel of what the three of your social scores are. And if it adds up the social scores and does... Uh, analytics, it can predict that the three of you are up to no good and calculate that a pre-crime is potential and would signal the authorities or a robot uh, enforcement to round you up. That's the ultimate goal of, of these smart polls is to uh, predict pre-crime and then uh, by, by, by the minute, mm -hmm. ba based, based on, so, which is going to be strange because now you're going to be rounded up and locked up and then you'll be on trial for pre something you haven't committed yet. But the smart intelligence, the analytics, the AI goes, oh, yeah, yeah, the three of you, absolutely. There was a 90, 97.8% chance you were going to commit a crime within this region. And now, <laughs> now you got to try to uh, get out of jail or some type of uh, – confinement center yep you've been charged and found guilty of a pre-crime it's, it's it's insane but before it gets to that point for example these smart poles let's say you want to go to the beach you just it's a nice beautiful day you want to go to the beach like we've done for thousands of years right 
you, you and your family. Well, what happens is these smart poles will be in, uh, littered throughout beach areas. And if there's a, a red light, the means the beach is too crowded. It's done an organic count, a human count, and it doesn't want any more humans. There'll be a red light with an announcement, audio warning. Beach is full. Do not enter. You know, beach is full. Do not enter. It'll measure social distancing and send out alerts. You're too close. You're too close. It, it'll monitor your body temperature to see if you're running a fever or if you have normal body temperatures. It will scan for any kind of skin abrasions. You know, if you have open sores or anything of that nature, it's ha it'll have the ability to blast uh, and open up apps on your phone to for instructions. It can block your camera or photo features of your phone. And then and it can also, if you enter the beach, it can notify drones or a bot or anything that you, you've entered a flashing red zone where it was too occupied and identify who you were. That you, that you find, it can find you just through the Internet. You'll get a ticket. You'll get a ticket in the mail because you tried to enter a beach when it was a red signal. It's insane. Um, so they're, they're, manuf they're manufacturing these, right? Yeah. Well, um, what I did is, it's this is all connected. There's a, a plan called Safer Cities Initiative. So I thought, you know, anytime I hear uh, blank, blank, blank initiative, my spidey senses go up, and I'm like, oh, this is the this is verbiage and logo that the UN and, and the World Economic Forum and Davos crowd always use this. Anytime it's initiative, you can translate that as to depopulation murder or imprisonment right yeah these the safer cities is an initiative uh that are going to be established not only in these smart cities mm -hmm. these smart cities but it'll be rural areas you know smaller towns five thousand even down to five thousand and that's where um you'll have communication with the ground and air drones to hunt down people if they're violators of curfews, if they went to a crowded beach when it was a red signal, you went past your district travel, so you went past your 18, 21 miles. Uh, the better social score you have, then they'll reward you with a greater distance that you can travel. And um, the uh, safer cities, which is interesting, this is all connected to also loans and how big cities will have funds from these central banks. So the cities will be pressured to have the smart city initiative, to have these smart poles, to have that infrastructure if they want financing, if they yeah. want to be able to issue bonds and uh, um, taxes for um, schools, school taxes. You'll have to be compliant uh, as a city and the, the city council, you have to be compliant uh, otherwise, you won't be able to get necessary loans or bonds passed. So they see how they kind of use that billy club of money to get you to fall in line. Yeah, absolutely. So what I did is I thought, okay, um, let's look at the smart poles. I had a hunch, and I th this took me uh, this took me a little bit to track this down, but I had a hunch. I thought, wait a minute, let's. This will be funny, and I couldn't believe my hunch was correct. Well, I mean, I, I kind of could. It doesn't surprise me anymore, but I rolled my eyes, and I thought, well, uh, I thought, you know, V, C, J, and the listening audience would get a kick out of this. I thought, well, since that's such a growing industry, these smart poles, I wonder who some of the manufacturers are. So I, I looked up, and, and there's a lot um, worldwide you can uh, do, do a search and scroll down. So I thought, well, I'll look at the top, I don't know, 12 or 15. Uh, I thought, well, that'd be good enough. So here's, here it gave a list. Some of these off, some of these I'll rattle off are familiar. Yeah. Some I had to look up. <clears throat> uh, they changed their name to uh, Signify. Hmm. Oh, Phil, Phillips Lighting. Yeah, Phillips has been around forever. Mm -hmm. GE, General Electric. Yeah, they've been around forever. Then there's Eaton, Cree, C-R-E-E, -E, Lunka, Hubble Incorporated, Neptune Lighting, Acuity, 
Zumptabel Group, Trilux, Echelon Corporation, Gold Spar, Lightwell, Suna Design. I go, okay, that's good enough. Let me say, okay, well, Suna, Suna Designs, a, a company out of France. Lightwell is out of the Netherlands. Gold Spar is an Australian outfit. And then uh, I picked, this is funny because I just, for whatever reason, I go Echelon, Echelon Corporation. Let me just track that one down. Literally, I, I kid you not, this is what I did uh, last night and uh, the afternoon and evening. Echelon. I go, I only have time for a couple. Let me let me just pick this one. Let's see where it goes. This is the rabbit hole I was talking about that, that, that can be very interesting. Well, Echelon, uh, and you type in who it is, how many employees, and the locator, uh, manufacturer of the smart pole. Well, who's their parent company? And then it, it gets you to a Desto. Desto, and they're out of California. And well, you keep going further. Is there any parent company to a, Dest a Desto? Oh, yeah. Dialogue Semiconductor out of Great Britain. Dialogue Semiconductor. Oh, okay, well, Great, Great Britain's in there. They're domiciled or a manufacturer of semiconductors. Then uh, this Dialogue Semiconductor out of Great Britain, they're in the Internet of Things, uh, solid state lighting, smart home appliances. $2 billion a year annual business, over 1,900 employees. But then their parent company, it's like, good grief, it's like a spider web, right? Keeps going, this flow chart, is Renaissance Electronics. Well, that's kind of an anachronism for Renaissance Semiconductor Advanced Solutions. They used to be called NEC. It was a, a division of Hitachi and, and Mitsubishi. They're the sixth largest semiconductor. Well, I looked at uh, Renaissance Semiconductor Advanced Solutions, and the largest shareholder of that corporation is INCJ. I think, uh, CJ, I gave you that link, INCJ. All right. You're going to tell us that this is somehow linked to CJ himself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew it. I knew it. I thought he's got he's got more money than I do. He's JFK Jr., man. If you didn't know, <laughs> I, I let the secret out. Siege, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, Don't be mad yeah, at me. So, so I look at that. The INCJ is it stands for Innovation Network Corporations of Japan. Innovation Network Corporations of Japan. So on that site, I don't know how well you can see it that CJ has on there. It, it gives a list that there's 25 major corporations and then uh, the government of Japan and uh, the Development Bank of Japan. So you the list these uh, corporations. Some are very familiar. You've got uh, Canon, Hitachi, four divisions of Mitsubishi, Panasonic, Sharp, Sony. Toshiba, Toyota. These are huge companies. We we grew up with them in the 80s and 90s. So, so you have automobile manufacturers. You have, again, smart appliances, which if, if we have time, I'll talk about these smart appliances, how it's all connected to the um, Internet of Eyes. <laughs> so I look down here and I go, Takeda Pharmaceutical Company. Well, I, I, I see electronic companies and chemical companies and then, you know, appliance companies. Mitsubishi and Hitachi are huge, you know. But what's a pharmaceutical company doing in INCJ? It's kind of an odd duckling in there, you know, when you look at all these other electronic companies and automobile companies and camera companies and electronic companies that make radio TVs and vacuum cleaners, smart appliances. Takeda Pharmaceutical. Hmm. All right. So then I went over to Takeda Pharmaceutical. And I think CJ, there's a link. 
Yep, it's up there for you. Let me see if I can. Okay. And then um, Takeda is the largest pharmaceutical company in Japan, one, one of the largest in Asia. And their market is over 100 countries. So they're, um, they're not small potatoes. So um, Takeda has been around for quite a while and they have worldwide offices. So there's the Takeda Japan Pharma. Uh, they're headquartered in Japan. Then there's a, a U.S. branch in Massachusetts. And then um, there's a division uh, that they call Growth and Emerging Markets, and they're headquartered. There's a huge uh, division that's headquartered in uh, Singapore uh, where they have uh, research and growth. And then there's uh, the European Canadian. So they got a European Canadian branch. And I go, well, that's, you know, 100 plus countries. So they're going to have a global reach. And their uh, UCAN division is headquartered in, in Zurich, Switzerland. So I go, uh oh. I knew, I, I thought, I, I knew where this was headed. I, I couldn't believe it. I said, I randomly picked Echelon in, in this, this trail leads there. I go, hmm, Zurich, Switzerland. What's about, what's about two and a half hours away, three hours away, depending, probably two hours if you're driving V in one of your M3s. But two to three hours. Away. What's two to three hours away? Um, CJ, do you want to show the last... CERN. Am I right? Oh, the World Economic Forum, Forum? Yeah, do you want to show that? Does he have it on there? For some reason, I lost Which it. one is it? Um, the World Economic Forum. Yeah, it's it's here with the Takeda Pharmaceutical. Okay. So, Takeda Pharmaceutical. Partners, of course, World Economic Forum. Bingo. See, ladies and gentlemen, what happens is everything, everything traces back to the Bank of International Settlements, um, the IMF, the World Economic Forum. So here's where it's headed. This isn't speculation. The um, Takeda is, uh, if you put up that, CJ, do you have the slide with Takeda and Moderna? Did I give you that one? Um, I don't think so. I thought I saw it. Let me see here. Here you go. Is that it? Yeah, for some reason I can't. Let me see if I can find the. It's a link. Is there anything in there that I should click on? No, I think that that I think that link is good. Okay. Um. They, they're involved in the uh, spike vax. That's an interesting name, isn't it? <laughs> spike vax, nice. Gosh, you can't make this stuff up, right? So, they're involved in messenger RNA. Here, here's here's where this is headed. The technology is so advanced that these these smart poles and these smart cities and the zero trust geofencing and Internet of Eyes. They'll be able to send signals from these smart poles that will be scattered everywhere that will interact with the operating system of these messenger RNA vaccines. Do you think, do you think for a minute, if you're in violation or there's a pre-crime or you're found outside your district, you're a repeated offender, or you have a low social score, no, they'll, they'll just turn on one of those smart uh, towers, the smart poles. It will activate the graphene oxide within you from the jab, and you'll just uh, cook from the inside out, and they'll just come and pick up the body. That's, that's correct. And that's why in, in one of my videos I showed you, um, it, it was 
couple months ago, but I showed you how they have these uh, machines. They, they kind of look, picture like a skid steer. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, the, the common manufacturer is a Bobcat, but there's JCB and Case and Hitachi. And other, but a, picture a skid steer. I had shown photos of those where they've got the conveyor belt and they're able to scoop up a body uh, laying on the ground and they're they're kind of a mobile incinerator and it's uh, remote controlled uh, th there's no human pilot it's done with a joystick at a command center or it could be a van nearby where someone's just operating it so it's a contactless body scooper <laughs> advanced body scooper but yeah it, it'll get to a point kind of like a logan's run type where there'll be no place to hide and these smart poles that will rat you out can absolutely send uh, integrated signal and terminate it on the spot. The technology is there. How are you going to escape from that? You know, I keep keep hammering home. It's if if you don't if you don't participate in this uh, world economic forum technocracy where, where they're in, incorporating the central bank digital currencies and the vaccine passports and the facial retina fingerprint scanner carbon footprint sustainability safer cities you'll be shut out of everything you won't be able to any health care you won't be able to go to any grocery store purchase gasoline travel won't be able to uh, go to school have a bank account won't be able to send text messages, use a cell phone, you will be completely shut out 100% of society as we know it. And that we've, you know, been accustomed to. I have. I've grown up back in the day when we used to have shopping malls and then uh, internet comes out and then you have internet giants. They started slow by maybe selling books in Seattle and then they become this Leviathan where you order stuff online. You're cut out of everything. Unless you're injected with these pharmaceuticals, these high-tech pharmaceuticals that are designed to interact with smart cities, smart pole technology, telecommunications, satellite, AI, or supercomputer analytics, including pre-crime. So now you can, you can be arrested or put on trial for something that a computer says you had a 98 plus percent chance you were going to commit, even though you hadn't done it yet. This is insane. So what's life going to look like if you're like, ah, there's no way I'm not going to live in that. Okay. Well, what's life going to look like if you don't participate in this world that they've already developed, you know, grounds already being broken on the line, the city and Saudi Arabia, $25 billion industry, these smart poles, there's manufacturers all over in every country. There's many. These are big corporations. They're well-funded. There's no shortage of money. They hire all the best uh, engineers, electronic uh, engineers, computer programmers. They're well-staffed. There's nothing stopping this agenda. So if you don't want to participate, what's life look like? It's Life's going to be very difficult. It's going to be a little house on the prairie where you're living off the land, and then you'll have to... Um, see if you can survive because they won't let you tap into the electric grid because you're not part of a, a smart city recognition you you haven't gone through the zero plus format so but but jet we can we're going to vote ourselves out of this jet our democracy jet well that's you know i try not to <laughs> I try not to. Okay, here's here's the here's the problem. You know, if I said the truth, or at least from my perspective, the truth and and what what I know, I I'm sharing. I've talked about this on Discord. I'm sharing about twenty percent of what I know. The twenty percent that I'm sharing, I'm getting great resistance, even even in this community. Oh, this guy's you know he's off his rocker or whatever. I come across as fear porn or lunatic or Debbie Downer. Or, oh, Jet Blake, he's always negative. It's always doom and gloom. If, I, if I'm getting that reputation, not by all, but, but enough that, that I, I hear the chatter on the internet, 
at 20 percent, I, I don't have the freedom. I've never had the freedom to 100 percent explain exactly what's going on, who's behind this, because the 20 percent I am revealing, I get much resistance and flack and doubt, and it scares the bejeebies out of people. If I, so that's very frustrating on my end. I, I never really can tell the truth or what I know. I'm having difficulty at 20%. But one thing I can say is, what do I care, right? I'll, I'll, I'll go on a branch and, and give 22%. So I'll, I'll give 2% more to the listening audience, see how much flack I get. My observations, and, and uh, I'm not part of this World Economic Forum Davos group. I had an opportunity to, uh, in 2015, is when I really saw what was going on. I had meetings, high-level meetings in New York, and I and was offered. I said no. I was respectful. I said thank you, but no. I, I'll stay small, and they'll be. They said, well, life will be very difficult for you and funding. I go. I, I understand. You know, I, the reason why I want to be, uh, and I was respectful in 2015 in these meetings in New York, is I didn't want to get murdered or have my children harmed. So I was very respectful, but I politely declined, and I was allowed to decline, and they were right. I have been denied all grants, and funding has closed up, and it's very just like they said. So at least they gave me a heads up as to what to expect. They were 100% correct. However, what, what I found out is, you know, if you pull a lever, and you get involved in politics and you, you hope, well, if we can just get the right candidate in there or a particular party, maybe we start a third party and think, no, th this is this is so advanced that the governments that you see are really third tier. It's really a dog and pony show. Mm -hmm. And and usually those involved at that. And I'm talking federal level. So like in Washington, D.C. for the United States, for example, that's that's third tier. Mm -hmm. So when we get when they get in those positions. The agenda still continues. It just has a Ford versus Chevy flair to it. But when they get in there, they, they gain their personal wealth. Uh, they, they're allowed to do insider trading. Their kids go to private schools. Uh, they have a second or third location, uh, some in South America. So they're able to get some. But if you go two levels high, I always use this, this example. For, for decades and decades, whether people believe it or not, and I don't get in any, any debates, I don't waste my time. Let's say that there's um, atmospheric spraying. Let's say there's salting, atmospheric salting, high altitude atmospheric salting. You got your strontium, barium, aluminum type spraying. If people go, oh, that doesn't exist. Well, you're okay. Fine. I've got. Uh, evidence otherwise as a scientist and who I talk to. You know, this has been going on for decades. What's interesting is that program's been well-funded. They've never run out of money. They have a different transponder. I've been a pilot ever since a kid. My dad was a pilot in World War II. I grew up around airplanes. As soon as my feet could reach the rudder pedals, I've been flying with my dad up until the day he died. Small, single craft. So I, I know aviation very well. They have different transponders. They don't have military or civilian. Not one airplane that's involved in this atmospheric salting, not one airplane has ever been shot down when they go across national airspace, even during wartime. So my question to the listening audience is, the real powers to be, the ones who control this planet, if you find out who's been funding these aircraft for decades, who are the pilots? Who's funding them? Who's providing the chemical compositions that are being sprayed? And how do they have permission to fly over nation's airspace and never get shot down? But military aircraft do, civilian aircraft, not those. That's who runs the world. They're the ones that are financing these smart poles and these smart cities. They control everything. So everyone's distracted with the smoke and mirror, the dog and pony show at the third tier, national politics and so forth. Now you got to go two tiers higher. You find out 
who provides those chemicals, who's funding it, who the pilots are, and why they never get shot down anywhere on planet Earth, then you'll find out who's in control. And this leads you to the continuity of government, the COG. And this, this is a global government. We've had a global government for many decades, and we've had a hidden one world religion. It's been in operation. That's a whole other talk show in itself. But it's through stealth, and it has billions of worshipers, and they don't even know it. Hmm. What is the one world religion that has been hidden from the public, and how do these people worship this one world religion? That that'll be that could easily be three shows. Hmm. So let, I guess give us a hint. We have about yeah, eight minutes left. Yeah, I'll give a hint because I that I don't want to be that rude to the audience because it'll piss them off. Hmm. They'll go, Jet, you always do that, and then you never answer it the following week, which is probably true because I get sidetracked and I go off <laughs> on it. Now, this one world religion, hmm. this this one world, it's a religion that we've, unlike we've ever seen in humanity. So the problem is we can't use 7,000 plus year of recorded history, you know, even if it's been manipulated, which it has by the certain powers to be, we can't look at, which is a mistake people make, um, but it's a common mistake. I, I'm not going to fault anyone for that. We're still trying to define this one world religion based on the religions of the past 7,000 plus years. That's mm. not what this religion looks like. Mm. This is a very advanced religion. So this one world religion, spoiler alert, are you ready? Yeah. This one world religion has to do with gene altering the new world religion is gene altering Mm -hmm. and legal definitions of what it means for a human soul human spirit and the new world religion is changing genes claiming ownership and influencing or controlling consciousness that's the new world religion it's already in operation early stages of it. Or it's always it. been about the blood. Hasn't it's always it? the, the blood and the, and the spirit, the consciousness, the control, mm. the, the, whatever you want to define the human soul and sure. the spirit that energizes a, a plant, uh, an animal or human. That's yep. the one world religion is no longer brick and mortar, funny hats shaped like a fish uh, in the, in the Mediterranean and parading around with bells clanging and stuff like that and, and some order of priests, ministers, um, rabbis, clerics. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, it sounds like Joe Biden, right? Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking Model A, Model T anymore with muddy streets in the late 1800s, early 1900s of New York. No, mm. we're, we're talking. we're talking now the next level world religion where DNA is altered, controlled, and then they're getting into ownership. Yeah, that's where we're headed. And controlling consciousness. That's the new world. And it's already in operation because how many people are already part of this world religion and don't know it? How many people are already uh, worshiping this new world religion? Here's the answer. How many got vaccinated and boosted? Oh my God! That's Billions. the new world religion. That's the new parishioners. That's the new congregation. On my count, Jet, there are ninety-four million Americans that have not gotten the jab, but there are, are over two hundred and twenty-four million Americans that have. Okay, and, and that is huge, man. Huge. Yes. Yeah, so, so you got two hundred twenty-four million. That have completely sold out themselves out, and they're they're there. I believe what's going to happen to every single person that has taken the jab is that their their consciousness is slowly going to shift. I mean, every ancient text from the Bible onwards has talked about a time where the the and quote unquote, and I'm paraphrasing here. It, it says those who are wicked will become wicked still, you know, and those who are holy will become holier still, right? Meaning. Those who are already screwed up will become more screwed up, more ingrained into the system. And those who have been resisting this will be more resistant to the system. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing literally two classes of people. But this is this is absolute, man. I think I think people's hearts, minds, consciousnesses are all being altered. Yes, it's it's being altered. Then then what's happening is we 
because uh, this can lead into future discussions, which which need to take place. The transhumanism is real. When you hear spiritual warfare, that's what I'm talking about. As a small group of research scientists, we knew this many years ago. That's why I left in 2015. And in 2015, we have no longer participated in white papers or applying for patents because we're being spied on with our technology through AI and supercomputers, advanced algorithms. They're wanting to know what we're researching because there's, there's a war going on. The spiritual warfare is real because now it's entered your DNA, yep. changing the essence of who you are and controlling the mind. So this transhumanism has taken place. And part of this transhumanism if you're part organic, which you're doing in part synthetic, and that's what these are, and you'll see autopsies and people, and there's this rubbery type stuff. Some of these are two, three feet long that they're pulling out of arteries. Um, this this uh, silicon rubbery type hydra, I don't know what, what, what it is uh, exactly. There's different theories, and more data will come out. Is until you know they shut the internet down and have the internet 3.0 or whatever comes up, but they're they're having to change. They're changing the food source because if you're part organic and part synthetic, they're going to have to change the food to nourish the organic part, but also nourish the inorganic silicon part. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. What I can, I, which will blow your mind next, is what they're doing with uh, hydroponics, aeroponics, uh, vertical growing food. They're going to be three D printing and growing food that supports this new human species, this transhuman species. Yeah, and uh, so they're going to work. They're they're going to be they. The, the ones that are jabbed, they're going to be working well on consuming insects and whatnot. Right. 3D they're going to be geared food and genetically modified these vertical growing farms, which are heavily funded to the to the tune to the tune of 80 to 100 billion dollars. Right. We're going to have all these. So, you know, these growing farms, that's food, that's genetically in, engineered growing farms, all owned by pharmaceutical and the top 30 corporations around the world. So they're going to be growing food, but it's not organic food. No, it's food for this new human species. That's already started. Yeah. We have a corresponding DNA. People just walking around with C DNA, lowercase C capital DNA. And the mm -hmm. Supreme court in 2016 has voted that those with corresponding DNA are not human. So here we go. You know, the patents begin. I mean, this is, we are entering into uncharted territory, and the only thing that's going to stop this whole nonsense is if people wake up. Right, but they're, they're, they've, they, they're such mind control because, and I know we're coming up on the end, of, but what, what does that look like? I don't, I don't see evidence. I see people, once people say, well, people are starting to wake up. What they're doing is people still are in the, in the mindset, they're heavily entertained. People want entertainment. So when people say, well, people are starting to wake up, that means they're starting to watch alternative media and alternative about uh, these experts showing that this messenger RNA is dangerous and, the, and, and what it's causing in the human body. But I don't see, unless you do, I, I, I still don't see these so-called people waking up. I don't see them moving to action. I, no, I, 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 not, no, no, not at all. I mean, the average American is uh, it's pretty it's pretty sad. I, I mean, this country's on such a such a trajectory. Um, I really have very low view of what the outcome will be and how America will end up in the end of all this. It, it's it's ridiculous. Two hundred and twenty four million people got jabbed. And that is including kids. Yes. Jabbed, boosted. You name it. It's incredible. Right. And with all the information coming out about the VARES and, and the adverse effects and then and the, the European Parliament and one of the executives go, no, the speed of science. No, we didn't test anything. We had no verification that it could uh, stop transmission. Or And right there. And right there, his admission right there should have put him 
It should have put him in shackles and perp walked out of that room. Yeah, it was one of the female vice presidents yeah. interviewed. I remember that interview. So that and, and then uh, and then a lot of the European members were like, "Well, we want our money back. We pay billions of dollars for a vaccine that doesn't work, or this, that, and that." But what happens two months later? The CDC says, "Oh yeah, we're, we're it's going to be a regular regimen in children's vaccines." Yeah, this way it, it absolves them of 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 any sort yeah. of uh, culpability. Yeah, so that, there's nothing stopping this. I mean, that's that, look as as long as laptops never appear. They're always disappeared and, and some, you know, the best place to secure anything is, is wherever those laptops are and some FBI side because they, they don't never see the daylight. No, no one ever gets arrested. No one gets arrested. There's no open trial. Nothing, nothing. That, so if you look individually, what's a community look like? There's not many people that are interested in developing a community, an off-grid community. You're going to have to have your own. Oh, wait till I talk about <laughs> water and garbage water and carbon usage scale rating do you know they're we, we're know? gonna have to save that for the for okay. for next week jet so hold all that right. thought all right yep definitely jet amazing time i mean here we are still recovering from the tryptophan induced slumber that, that the turkey <laughs> was causing and jet rocks us with this amazing amazing folks you're listening to the outer limits jet blake the scientist at large will be back next week where he's going to be talking about this water and what is the other thing you're talking about? The carbon? Water and carbon usage. It's horrific. Well, this is the, uh, how they're going to monitor that, yes. basically. Yeah. And limit. That's going to be great. Limit your water. Techno neo feudalism, the man who's spelling it out for you, the one and only Jet Blake, folks. With that being said, CJ, take it away. <laughs>